0: Okay, hello everybody. Welcome to the Way of the Truth Warrior. We are live. This is happening right now in real time, and it is June the 30th, 2021. Planet Earth is undergoing some craziness, as you all are, I'm assuming, watching. I have a very, very good show in line for you today. We're going to be very solution oriented. I'm um, going to be get. we're going to talk about your health, how to reclaim your health, how to reclaim your freedom. I'm just going to double check on all the streams. We are live on Twitch. How, how's everybody doing on Twitch today? Let's go check out the foxhole. Foxhole is live. Hello, everybody. People are slowly jumping in and let's just go and swing over quickly. Make sure we are live on Rockfin. There we go. We're live on Rockfin. Hello, everybody over there. Where else am I supposed to be going live? DLive, Twitch, Rockfin. Yeah, that'll do very well. Okay. Uh, So lots going on right now in Canada. Um, I'm living in British Columbia and we were just, we just had an announcement. I think it came out yesterday or day before from uh, Bonnie Henry, who said that they're going to be lifting the mandatory masks and all these health guidelines and all that kind of stuff well the uh the the laws that are preventing us from living a normal life apparently this is what we're told um and so we'll see how this unfolds some places seem to be tightening up other places seem to be loosening up um we'll see where that goes uh we got all kinds of protests that are going to be happening i hear there's a big one cooking in ottawa this weekend uh i'll have to be there in spirit i'm not going to be able to be there physically obviously um and so much is hitting the news we had this massive heat wave that i've been talking about on my telegram make sure you follow me over on telegram at dw truth warrior um there was a big heat wave that hit western canada and i could not believe how many people especially elderly people and children were outside During this heat wave, wearing two masks. I saw I was walking around, I saw it, and I, I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe that the health ministry here didn't do something to let people know that you still need to breathe in order to survive. And it's not advised that elderly people should be restricting their oxygen to that level and suffocating themselves and making their body acidic and making their body even more open to the spread of disease by restricting that flow of oxygen. I could barely breathe. Even when I didn't have a mask or I did, I wasn't wearing a mask, I don't wear masks, but um, I was outside and I couldn't, it was like an oven and I couldn't believe how many people are still going along with this. There's people working in kitchens, a boiling hot day like that, wearing masks all day. It's just, it's gross. Like, what are we doing? What are we doing? And then they come out and go, oh, well, on July 1st, you can, we'll get rid of the mask exemptions or the mask mask mandates. And I'm like. This is just pure lunacy. So um, I'm here today to talk about health, real health. What can you actually do to give your immune system everything it needs to fight any disease? What can we do to reclaim and rebuild our health physically, mentally, spiritually, emotionally? I look at health as a holistic process. It's not just little band-aids here and there that give you the illusion that you're living a healthy lifestyle. We have to think of health as a lifestyle itself. It's something you do every day. It's a lifestyle that you live by eating right, by thinking right, by exercising, by promoting health, healthy gut. We're going to talk about your gut and what your immune system is actually made of. And um, and so I'm going to be bringing on today's guest who comes highly recommended from a friend of mine. Her name is Julie Breski, and she's a holistic nutritionist and online business owner who is passionate about empowering people to take back control of their health so that they can have the energy and clarity to better serve themselves and their communities. I love that. So let's bring her in here. Uh, Let me pull this on. There we go. Julie, hey, there you are. How are you?
1: So glad to have you here. Yeah, I'm so excited to be here. I've been following your stuff through this whole journey and it's been so helpful and it's been so nice being around people
0: who are awake
1: to what is going on it gives me hope so yeah I feel very very honored that I'm able to be on here with you
0: oh very well I'm glad to have you Um, I've been covering so much of the dirty dark stuff that's going on and (sighs) there's plenty to to get into with that but I always try to gear it towards what's the solution because you can't just talk about problems we got to talk about solutions and the way I see it is We're being told, okay, here's a problem, here's a crisis, and the only solution is to do A to Z. Here's all the steps of what you need to do. And we're being told only one line of thinking, only one way of approaching health, which is all the things we've been doing. These masks and creating uh, homo sapien phobia, you know, never touch a human being ever again, and, uh, you know, just this fear and hysteria. Uh, Fear itself is something that can promote ill health in your body and actually dampen your immune system. Um, and then, of course, the only way out of the only way to address a, a virus that's a ninety-nine percent survivable virus. But either way, the only way is to take this experimental vaccine, and everybody's got to do it. And if you don't do it, you're not a good human being, and you're not. It's like we've been given all these messages about what health is, and people are making those equations in their mind through this propaganda that's barraging them. 24 seven every day and they're not thinking anymore. And you just go, well, let's get back to basics. Let's get back to what we've known forever about what real health really is. So let's maybe talk a little bit about your background, Julie, and what got you passionate about nutrition and holistic health and what got you on this path to start help helping to educate people about this.
1: Yeah. So really, (sighs) my journey began because I ended up being in need of medical support. So I grew up with like a very standard American diet, like I still got a home cooked meal every night, but it was very just classic meats and potatoes, processed foods. I was also a very competitive athlete. So I did a lot of competitive volleyball and softball. So I was really hard on my body and specifically my knees, like doing a lot of diving on gym floors and whatnot. Mm -hmm. And pretty much by the age of like it started my knees started to be quite bad about the age of 18 but by 21 22 I had like full blown osteoarthritis like bone on bone in the winter time it was debilitating I could hardly walk some mornings and it was really affecting my quality of life and so by the time I actually went and seeked out going to see a doctor about it I remember waiting for like however long it was to see a walk-in doctor like an hour and a half I get in I sit down I'm Voicing just how much pain and discomfort. I'm in like what can I do to support myself? Like how do I get better? He basically didn't even offer to give me like an x-ray to see what was going on with my knees and essentially looked me dead in the eyes and said You're going to have to stop going for hikes playing sports Um, Pretty much. He was just like stop being so active because there's nothing you can do to help yourself You're just gonna have to try to like prevent it from getting worse and I'm like a 21 year old athlete who like spends my life hiking mountains, and I was just like, what? So it was it was very disempowering, and right, yeah. I was there was kind of just like this in, intuition that I was that was like this cannot this cannot be the only way, and there's got to be something I can do. So I kind of just took that and started doing my own research. And I remember I picked up the first book I picked up. It was called "You Are What You Eat" by. Jillian McKeith I think it's a really good book I recommend it and I it was all about how your diet affects your body and your health and how you could anyways I read that and it was like like it just absolutely blew my mind it made me look at food in a way that I had never even considered it like looking at it as a form of medicine and the way that we are fueling our body and what it does so from there I don't know the universe kind of just attracts things into your life once you start opening those doors so I ran into this old friend of mine who was heard about the issues I was having with my knees we went for a hike and they were bothering me on this hike and she was like oh I had no idea you had such issues she's like you should really give this like this joint product a try I've seen so many people have like all this success with it so she just got me on this really high quality joint supplement I started changing my diet Within six months I had like regenerated both of my knees and they had completely healed. Wow. And then that was really what was like, like really let me know like the body knows how to heal. We just need to be giving it what it needs in order to do what it is so intelligently designed to do and then that literally turned into like a google search of being like well this is all super cool i don't want to get lost in the medical system i want to take control of my health for real i did a google search how to become a nutritionist literally how do you become a nutritionist and this like the most comprehensive nutrition program in all of canada is actually in victoria bc which is where i was living at the time and i oh, just I yeah so it's that it's called it's at pacific Rim college Okay. And yeah, so it's an amazing program. It was like three and a half years. I just read the description. I got all those tingles of being like, that is it. That is what I want to learn about. And then the rest is history. And so I went and did that for three and a half years. And I've just been creating, I created a full, the traditional route with my sister at at first. We created Safely Sweet Nutrition with the whole um, website and meal plans and all of those things. But it just, it ended up being more of the back office stuff versus the really one-on-one helping people. Mm. So from there, I've really kind of just transitioned into, I don't know, just really showing up online. I work really closely with people with high quality supplements and I tailor things specifically to them. And that's kind of where I'm at now. Yeah, that's
0: a, that's incredible. You said something that <laughs> struck me, which is what I've been saying to my kids for day one, is that the body knows how to heal. And I'll say it to them, like, you know, when they scrape their elbow or something and they're all like, oh, my God, I'm bleeding. I'm going to die. I'm like, no, 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 don't worry. Give it a day. It'll heal. The body knows how to heal. (laughs) And every time something like that happens or if they, you know, they catch a sniffle or something, uh, it wasn't the Theta variant or whatever. It's just a normal cold that happens normally, right? Uh, I would say, don't worry. You'll be be better tomorrow. Just rest up. You need some rest. Um, You know, here's some propolis and some vitamin C and. And then the next day they're fine. And I tell them, look, see, the body knows how to heal. And I'm trying to show them all you have to do is you don't have to intervene all the time. You just have to create the environment to allow the body to do what it does. Mm -hmm. And isn't it amazing? And everybody I talk to, Julie, that goes to these white coats for nutritional advice, (laughs) it's just a bad thing because they're not taught about nutrition. They're taught by these pharmaceutical companies that it's drugs and surgery. That's it. And, um, they have these experiences where the doctor literally looks them in the eyes and says, you're, you're, you're an invalid now. You, you can't, you can't, you're not going to walk again, or you can't repair that, or you, we can't get there from here. Like that's really the message. And it's then they, these people like yourself, so many people go, well, wait a minute, I'm going to go and hear out what some of these natural holistic uh, sides are that are all considered quacks. And it's like witchcraft or something. Oh, and really? then you find out these people end up repairing their own bodies just like you did. I've had the same experience. Um, and I I loved working with people in my practice. I ran a martial arts and fitness studio with my wife. And I used to really enjoy working with people of all ages on, you know, yeah, learning the martial arts and, and health and fitness, but the mindset behind it. Do you agree that there's also a consciousness factor to it? Like the way you look at things changes the result. So like if you have this belief that, there's nothing I can do. If you would have believed that doctor and went, oh, I, I guess I'm, I'm done at 21. I'm a, I can't do any of the things I love anymore. If you would have believed that doctor, that belief would have become your reality. But you decided your intuition said something different, didn't it? And I think that even just the belief itself changes the dynamic of how the body might even respond to that. Do you think that's, there's something to that?
1: Oh, my gosh. So it's, yeah. It's, if, if anything, that's almost like the most important piece of it. Like mm-hmm. you need to believe that you're able to heal. You need to believe in all of those things. You also, as far as belief goes, you need to believe that you are worth it to be actually even wanting to heal. Cause I run into that a lot with people that I work with. It's almost like there's a there's a level of like self-love and self-worth and self-respect in regards to health that mm-hmm. is a big barrier for people. And you'll hear it and come out in different excuses as to why they can't or won't do something. Usually it's, I can't afford it. I don't want to, I can't afford to see a nutritionist or I can't afford to buy some of those supplements or they'll You'll always find an excuse. But at the root of what's going on there, it's like, it's like, they don't really believe that they're capable of getting healthy or that they're like worthy of like feeling good in their bodies. So
0: thank you for bringing that up. That is a point I've been trying to be, I've been trying to beat that drum that, If you don't have any value for yourself and if you don't love and respect your body, whatever body you've been given, even if you have a disability, even if you have an immune compromised immune system or whatever it is or a body image issue, uh, which is really huge. The media knows how to pick up on this. And I speak to my Mm -hmm. wife about this all the time, especially in the in the world of, of women, how there's this constant projection of what you have to be and what you have to look like and how you have to be a mom and what you and it's all about trendiness and. There's no, nothing authentic behind it, and it's driving a lot of uh, people, and this happens to men too in their own way, um, it drives a lot of people into a place where they don't have a positive body image of themselves, and they think that they can never achieve some ideal on Men's Health magazine or whatever mm-hmm. magazine, and they equate health with just how they look and how everybody perceives yeah. them. When health is an inside job, health mm-hmm. is a way of thinking. Health is a lifestyle, as I was saying before, right?
1: Uh, Yes, absolutely. And then once you start really honing that in and understanding that your beauty, your everything is literally from the inside out, like if you start stop going in with the goal of being of what you want to look like on the outside and you start going with the goal of like how you want to feel on the inside and how you want that all just literally comes out afterwards like that. It's yeah, you got to start in first.
0: You got to start in. And another thing, I, we did a show, we did a series on the other podcast that I do called Unslave. People got to go to unslave.com. We just did a, show, a few shows. We did one with an amazing uh, uh, holistic health Qigong expert named Chris Shelton. He's based in Los Angeles. And um, then we did another one with a guy named Chance Garten, who's also another podcaster on ancient healing uh, remedies and sound, frequency, vibration, mm-hmm. all that stuff. And, um, Wow, there's a whole universe of knowledge about health that is ancient, that has been practiced across cultures around the world, and it's just all rejected completely by the Mm -hmm. medical cult that rules the world. And, uh, I call it a cult and I'll be dissecting that further down the road in other (laughs) presentations, but it's the reason I call it a cult is because you're not allowed to think outside that box. Exactly. You're trained as a doctor. You've got the official letters after your name, you wear the white coat, you're in the group. And now look what's happening to doctors that even just a little bit, they go, wait a minute, maybe the masks are not really helping. Maybe this vaccine is not even a vaccine. Maybe it's uh, a genetic experiment and maybe there's risk to it. And they're even just considering it. Watch what happens. The media, all their colleagues, the colleges, the, these doctors are all run by colleges. They threaten to take away their licenses. They So even when you get it from within the medical establishment that they go, maybe it should be um, integrative medicine. Maybe we should be doing a little bit of modern medicine and Western medicine and you know, ancient medicine and, and mm-hmm. holistic medicine and nutrition. And maybe we should be doing a holistic approach to health. Those are the worst, the, the medical cult, they hate those people, those doctors yeah. because
1: and that is know? what would, that is what would be so beneficial for all of us, because right, there right. are times that we need Western allopathic medicine. Like if I get in a car accident, Don't give me some herb like take me to the damn hospital right (laughs) Right, like there are there for acute medical care We are so fortunate to like have the technologies and the things that have existed in that system Yes, but forcing us all to rely on this one very reductionist very narrow focused Area of health and think that that's what's gonna give us prolonged health like it's it's lunacy in and of itself And we can't achieve that there Like it. Yeah,
0: it's impossible. And I agree with you. And that's why when I say this, if if there's any doctors or nurses, I'm not just coming after you. I'm I'm just trying to say there's a problem under the watch of the World Health Organization and the CDC and all these and these big pharmaceutical companies and all this stuff. Under that watch, we've seen chronic disease, forget about little virus and pen, whatever they are. What about the chronic disease, type two diabetes, heart disease, cancer, um, you know, all these different diseases that are just rampant new diseases that I can't even pronounce that show up all the time mm-hmm. that in my opinion, aren't just these natural things that happen. They're often a product of our environment. They're a product of our food industry. Oh my God, we could do a whole show just on the food yeah. industry, the, the genetically modified foods, the way they've been spraying everything with all these radioactive fertilizers and all that stuff, the, the way that they're factory raising these farm animals and not doing it in the old fashioned farming methods and all that. Um, The the fact that there's no advice. One of the things that kills me about what we've been experiencing with the pandemic is they're not giving anybody anything of value in terms of advice. They're just saying, oh, there's nothing we can do until the vaccine comes out. So just hide into your bed, wear three masks and don't touch another human being. And you're like, wait a minute. Isn't there some advice you could give us for like exercise, diet? Why don't you have your – why isn't CNN or CBC interviewing you, Julie, and bringing (laughs) you on to go, hey, guys, I got some fruits and vegetables and some turmeric and some stuff that you can do to help promote your body's immune system, um, even if you want to use that just in the interim while you're waiting for the magical vaccine to save you, right? then we
1: talk about this and we try to share this on social media or whatever with like basic safe recommendations – And you get a COVID 19 flagged sticker as misinformation. That is dangerous telling people to eat fruits and, like, it is absolutely crazy telling people to take vitamin D as misinformation and dangerous to the masses while injecting an experimental thing that has never even been used in humans, safe and effective. Like, it's just, it's crazy. I remember doing like a post where, I had this new gut health product that I was really stoked about. And I'm just like listing out the ways in which gut health can help you. Just one of the points is being like, it supports your immune system. It, it, I was not speaking about a virus. I was not speaking about COVID-19. All of them got flagged and directed everybody to go learn about COVID-19 somewhere else. And I was like, I can't even use the word immune system, immune system. on my oh social my- media. God. I was, I was pissed. Like I was like, this is insane.
0: Well, thank you for fighting the fight. I mean, I hope they don't ban you uh, like they did me. I interviewed, I was starting to interview doctors, Julie. Doctors. So the people that everybody worships. And I was interviewing doctors that are like, yeah, don't take, but they have their own medical opinion. And that's where I started getting banned. And I was like, this is crazy. But we know, I've covered it on the show, big tech. They're all in on it. These people don't care about your health. They're using health as a smokescreen to facilitate a different agenda that we can get into another time. But um, what do we do about it? That's the whole point is what are the solutions? So let's maybe get into some of the success stories you've had or or some of the things that you do for people that are maybe just starting to wrap their head around the fact that um, there there are other ways that they can uh, bring solutions for health into their lives. How would you introduce this idea of nutrition to them and what kind of things would you recommend?
1: yeah so the first main topic i really wanted to dive into here because as a holistic practitioner it's always about getting to the root and what i have come to know from my education and working with people and just where i get the most success with people that i work with is until we get our gut and like the balance of our microbes and just our digestion and all of that just working optimally it is really hard to address Any of the other areas of our health that we're trying to get to because like we've kind of all heard the saying like you are what you eat But it's not really all that accurate. It's more like you are what you assimilate and absorb so you can be eating the best highest quality supplements the cleanest like water and food and you but if your gut is inflamed and leaky and you don't have enough of the good bacteria in there you're not getting anywhere in the progress that you should and could be making so when i work with people that is like the first place i get to i ask them a number of questions about how their gut is doing so that's a good thing like this is how to honestly like tell where your gut health's at so if your gut is not in balance you're going to find that you have a really hard time digesting Your food after eating food you're gonna get like the bloating you might get pain you might get reflux you might have to like run and use the bathroom really quickly after you have a meal you may have a weakened immune system and find that you catch everything you may have lots of allergies and sensitivities you may have brain fog all the time like in a lack of mental clarity it affects every single possible area in your body. Like even if you have lots of inflammation everywhere, that's probably originating in your gut, like pain in your joints and all of those things. So if you can get that system functioning well, you're going to start to really be able to take a good look at what what symptoms are left behind because you can usually address and cover such with such a broad brush your health when you focus there. And as far as like immune system goes, cause we're like, we're all talking about the virus and supporting our immune systems. Your gut is responsible for anywhere from 70 to 90% of your immune system is located mm-hmm. in and around your gastrointestinal tract. I'm like, that's huge. That's absolutely huge. So if that's all a mess, like your immune system is going to really, really be struggling. So when and, they say to
0: people, Hey, uh, if you want to be healthy and save yourself from the threat of a virus, um you sh- we're going to hand out crispy cream donuts and double bacon oh cheeseburgers and free beer for a year I just, um can't. and that'll be that that's to promote your health right
1: right I just cringed every time. I'm like, and the fact that people are just like, oh, this is awesome. Like, this isn't suspicious at all. Like,
0: <laughs> it's amazing to watch.
1: Like, oh, what's the latest I saw that you can, like, literally get your jab right at McDonald's? Just go to McDonald's and they'll have, they have stations set up there and then you get a free what? meal. I was like, <laughs>
0: I'll take a big Mac and fries with a side of an experimental gene altering depopulation yeah. shot. That'll be amazing.
1: I just can't. So yeah, it's appa- It's absolutely appalling. And so there's a very like, and it might not quite make sense. Like, well, why is all of our immune system around our gut? And when you break it down and you think about it, it makes a lot of sense. Like our most of our body is like this closed system that is protecting us from the outside world. But when we eat and con- we are literally just like jamming the outside world, like into our bodies. And so we need to have really serious protection to make sure that anything that's not supposed to get in there has all of these methods of protection before it gets into your bloodstream. So that's mm-hmm. why your immune system is all there, right? It's protecting you from the outside world, which is another way to think about when we think about, okay, so now they're telling us that the only way to protect ourselves is to inject something like directly into a very closed system, which is our bloodstream. And now we bypass all of these incredibly amazing, just like fail stops, like just these spots in our bodies that are going to protect us and put it in our fat or get it to our liver or just we just put it right in there and we bypass all of the safety mechanisms that our intelligent body has in place to protect us. So that even too, it's just like, it's just doesn't really make a lot of sense.
0: Well, and actually uh, Dr. Bhakti, um, he's like one of the world's leading virologists. Uh, He's been warning people about this and he made the same point. I put a little clip of of what he said on my TikTok um, and he was just bringing it up saying, you can't get an immune a proper immune response by injecting it directly into the blood because that's not where the virus is so it doesn't make any sense you it, it a lot of these viruses are taken through the nose and mouth and the throat and and then of course like you're talking about the dynamics of the immune system are through the gut health and so much else and how how well do you think the vast majority of people are out there doing when it comes to just general health outside of any virus just general health uh with their gut when you work in this field, uh, you must see a lot of of stories of people that they they again they were just like yourself. They didn't know this. They're mm-hmm. polluting their body daily. They're destroying their gut constantly, and then a few simple tweaks. You must have a lot of success stories of how you've helped people regain yeah. their health by doing this, right?
1: Yes, definitely, and yeah, just and then really quickly before I get into how you do it. There's a number of reasons why so many people's guts are out of whack right I and mean, you've touched on some of them like the things that we're spraying all over our food that then go in like glyphosate its role is as an antibiotic so like we're eating food spraying glyphosate that's a constant stream of antibiotics the amount of antibiotics that are just given out like candy before without even testing you to see if you actually do have a bacterial infection they'll just right. give it to you just in case right so we've overused antibiotics we're spraying antibiotics over food. This pandemic has made us all such germaphobes and we're sanitizing everything. And sanitizing yes. everything is actually terrible for your microbes. Like we are supposed to be in contact with all of these other things, right? That's part of what gives it to us. Never mind the highly processed, highly refined, highly sugar laden foods. We don't have the fiber. Like fiber is what feeds your gut microbes. So there's all of these reasons why so many people are struggling with this. And we're just starting to really see the effects now. Like I bet every single one person listening to this knows somebody with like irritable bowel syndrome or some kind of serious, serious gut issue. Like it's very common now. But there is hope. There is hope. And there's lots that we can do to actually correct this and I try to get everybody on like just a high quality probiotic like just start putting some of the good guys back in But probiotics are not like if you're not putting in the prebiotics Which basically just means the food that those bacteria are going to eat. They're not going to live for very long Right, so right as well as putting in the bugs to populate We need to make sure that we're getting an adequate amount of just fiber from whole foods And like the most specific one it's called an inulin fiber so there are certain foods that you can get a lot of this from like uh, jerusalem artichoke or asparagus or oats even i love asparagus so much too but really any any whole foods diet where you eat a good amount of just like lots of different fresh fruits and vegetables and whole grains you're going to have prebiotic fibers and all of those things so really just focusing on a very a vast diet with lots of variety in it is that's going to be amazing for your gut. Um, one of my favorites that a lot of people don't think of actually drinking is ingesting ingestible aloe vera. So we think of aloe mm. as something that we rub like externally on our skin to soothe right. and heal things. But our entire gut lining, that's skin, that's an endothelial lining. And it is an ex. Exceptional prebiotic fiber. There's actually like, I can't, like dozens of strains that love it. So not only does it go in and soothe and heal and help your mucocosal membrane, it really helps proliferate the good bacteria. So that's one of my go to key supplements when people are really struggling. Um, a digestive enzyme. So if you're someone who's really struggling with digesting your food and, and just getting a digestive enzyme and having that alongside your food, like putting some of the things into your body to help your body break it down for you. Super right. beneficial. Hydration. Oh my gosh. You're just making sure that you have enough water in your body so that you have enough stomach acid so that you can actually like excrete things effectively. Um, and
0: water is the key, right? Because people have been yes. told by doctors, they're like, yeah, everything is hydration, beer, Coca-Cola, iced tea made by wow. Nestle. That's all good. High. As long as it's hydration, don't worry. The body does. It's as if they're like, I'll never forget this experience, Julie. My wife, um, she had a lot of gallbladder issues after our kids, uh, which is common in in some women, right? And um, so she had all these stones building up, and she tried to do it naturally, but it got to a point where it was just insane. Uh, She Mm -hmm. has one of those rare um, things where when she gets pregnant, uh, it's I can't remember the name of it, but it, it, there's certain women have it very hard. She was throwing up her whole pregnancy. It was just a disaster. So after she, her liver count went so crazy because of all the blockage in the gallbladder that it got to a point of like Defcom 3 and you know, we went to see naturopaths and stuff. And they're like, look, it's at a point where you're actually in your, your life is at risk at mm-hmm. this point. So she went in and she got some surgery. And, uh, afterwards the doctor's like, she's like, well, should I not be on a specific diet now to help rebuild, you know, and all that. And cause obviously there's still going to be stones that are going to be created. Right. And the doctor's like, no, no, go ahead and eat what you want. It's okay. Like fast food doesn't matter. Oh. Body doesn't. And I'm just sitting there going, So you've got no advice at all on how to recover from a surgery and do things properly. And uh, I've just heard so many stories like that where they just come in and they go, well, we're not going to actually address the problem. We're just going to cut it out of you and then just go back to your normal life. It's like, what?
1: Yeah. I've had my own experience with that. Those exact sort of situations too. And that is so ridiculous too, because what does the gallbladder do? The gallbladder is there to help your body digest fat. So now Mm -hmm. all of a sudden, you don't have a gallbladder. So your liver is still gonna be producing bile, but the gallbladder is like, it's a storage for that bile so that it's able to really put bile out to help your body emulsify fat. And what happens when you don't have a gallbladder and you eat a lot of high fat foods, it can't get broken down. Think of the way it even just like sits on top of like water and things. It goes through, causes insane inflammation, screws with your bowels, like it's, it's awful. So that doctor should have said, Uh, you should probably take a bile supplement and replace the bile that's not there. Mm. Like, it's just basic. It's just like, what does the gallbladder do? Now it's not here. How can we remedy? Why? Like what that's going to do to you?
0: That's it. I love everything. By the way, you're really good at what you do, Julie. This is true. I hope you get more calls because people need to hear what you're saying. I love, I love your philosophy. Um, and what, what's good about what you're telling people here is that you can create health in your body. You can take back control of your health. Most of the stuff that will heal you from chronic diseases that will kill you in a short period of time if you don't address them, you can grow them in your backyard. You can get them, you know, even if you have to invest a little bit in some high quality supplements or or these different things, what are you doing with that money anyways? When people tell me they can't afford things, I'm like, right. Uh, We afford what we want to afford. And to me, health is wealth. OK, if I'm not healthy, I don't care if I'm the richest person in the world and I've got all this stuff. If I'm not healthy, I'm, I'm poor in my life. I'm going to have a poor quality of life. And so it, hell, why aren't we thinking everything should be going into this? And why aren't our health officials talking about this? Like our newscasters should be doing newscasts on an elliptical or something and promoting health and wellness. And like there should be something like that. And we're not seeing that. They're yeah. closing gyms down. They're fining. I know people that own gyms that tried to stay open during this thing. They're sitting on hundred over a hundred thousand dollars in fines. They're they're being dragged out and, and threatened with arrest at this point. And you're sitting there going, we're offering a service to the public during this time where they need to be exercising. That is more important than whether or not they're wearing some covering over their breathing holes. Okay. We need to think about real health. And the fact that we've lost our minds and people aren't even thinking about that anymore is shocking. And you did bring up something that's really important as well. When they're out there spraying all the carts down and they're out there going, everybody's wearing gloves and, and bubbles and kids aren't in. Inter- oh, this is what's good. The kids, they're not interacting with yeah. bacteria. Bacteria builds, as you said, you're uh, a probiotic is a healthy form of bacteria. Yeah. Um, hu- the human immune system is built with, bacteria. Without it, you don't have an immune system and you'll no. be reliant on yeah. this these drugs for the rest of your life.
1: Your microbes train your immune system. When I learned this, it right. blew my mind. So in your first couple of years of life, the microbes that are in your gut are literally training your immune system. So that's mm-hmm. mind blowing too. And yeah, and then that's, that's a whole other topic but like when you compare like a vaginal birth to a cesarean birth what we see there is like this one of the reasons we're seeing that with cesarean births are like much more likely to have like allergies and sensitivities and stuff later in life well their first exposure to bacteria is skin bacteria so their gut is now getting populated with skin bacteria versus what it was meant to get Populated with which is the lactobacilli which is going to be from the vaginal canal going through so that's the that is supposed to be the first bacteria that gets into Mm. the child and into their gut and that is the That is what the initial training is meant to be from so we do see some like and c-sections can save lives I'm not like sometimes it is absolutely necessary to have a C-section. But But women
0: are booking them in advance. They haven't even tried to have a natural birth and they're just, it's just out of convenience to like, well, I just want to walk in, get the kid out and go back to the mall. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like there's a, there's a reason nature does things for a reason. Who are we to mess with
1: that? Yes. So, and this is so, and this is so, this blew my mind learning this, right? Like it's, it's nuts. So that lactobacilli gets in there completely trains your entire immune system. And that stays with you for like the rest of your life. But what we can see and if this ever, if any of our woman is listening to this and this happens, what you can ask doctors to do if you have to go and have a C-section is actually take a like a vaginal swab and then actually take that swab and rub it all over the child's eyes, nose, mouth. And so you can just do it in a different way just to at least make sure they're getting those Mm -hmm. microbes that they're supposed to get through a natural birth. So that's a strategy that you can kind of employ there. Um, But yeah and then they're showing that so once you have like dysbiosis too dysbiosis just means you have an imbalance of essentially the good guys versus the bad guys but is now all of a sudden we're not having the products of the good bacteria that we really need which produce like short-chain fatty acids and those short-chain fatty acids there's a lot of research behind them now and they're highly anti and slightly they bring down inflammation they support the mucosal lining And once you have the dysbiosis, those aren't really there. We start getting that leaky gut situation. So like your gut lining is supposed to be like this and it's only supposed to let really teeny tiny single molecules into your blood. And all these people are walking around with all this inflammation and leaky gut. So now we have these big gaps and like big chunks of food and bacteria Mm -hmm. and these things are now getting into the blood. And then the immune system has to go crazy because these things aren't supposed to be there so now you have this overactive immune system all the time because it's constantly working to fight stuff that's not supposed to be in the blood and then what does this lead to some of those molecules look like like cells in your body and now your immune system is confused and starts attacking your thyroid or starts to tr- and that and now we see autoimmunity so what we're starting to see in a lot of the research now too is that the longer that this dysbiosis goes on the higher your likelihood is of developing autoimmune conditions. So again, it just kind of starts there, like just getting that closed up, putting the good guys back in there, starting to clean up your diet. If it's really bad, and some people's gut is really bad, like working with a nutritionist, working with a naturopath, and like, it's just, yeah, it's gonna pay off tenfold. Like your risk of disease down the road, if your gut is out of balance for too long, is pretty profound.
0: Well, so what you're saying is, We've been told that we have to lock down our economy, live as if we're in insane asylums or whatever, uh, bubble wrap the world to protect the immunocompromised in our society instead of addressing why there are so many immunocompromised people in our society and actually giving real solutions that would fix this for them so that there isn't such a high amount of people that are immunocompromised. It's, mm-hmm. it's amazing that they don't want real solutions. They want Band-Aid, what looks like solutions, and they want to profit off of this. And that's the difference. Is someone like you, you're doing it in a way where you're like, no, I want to get you away. I, I want to get you to a point where you don't need to see me anymore. I want to yeah. get you to a point where you can be healthy on your own mm-hmm. and you can go teach other people how to be healthy. Imagine this was promoted in school. Imagine one of the compulsory courses was basic nutrition. And I always say, imagine you had to train martial arts and have basic nutrition. I think that would solve a lot of problems because it would get people's minds in the right space. People would be healthy in their physicality and their exercise. And they would also understand what health is. Health isn't a shot in the arm. Health isn't a Band-Aid. Health isn't opening up the body and taking things out. Those are for emergencies only. Health is what you're talking about. It's a lifestyle. You practice it every day
1: yeah it's yes it's a lifestyle practice every day and what's the saying an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure so it's also like having people educated enough that they're doing these really basic simple things and like you said learning about it in school so that they can avoid they can even just like avoid the later disease treatment right like that's my biggest thing is i'm all about prevention, because once you have something, you have to treat it, it's a hell of a lot harder to get back than just preventing it happening in the first place. So that's my big thing, too.
0: Yeah, that's key. Someone was saying in the chat that they they suffer from uh, arthritis and Raynaud's, Raynaud's, I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that right, Raynaud's. Um, and it, they're both autoimmune diseases. What would you say with someone that is suffering from joint issues, arthritis, that kind of stuff?
1: Yeah, it's tough because it's tough once the immune system has learned to attack those things. It definitely gets a little bit trickier. But everything I was just saying, I would still start with the gut because
0: Mm.
1: both of those things, there's a lot of inflammation that's involved there, right? So we're, we're trying to bring that back down in the body and just get that more under control. So just take it, get control of your gut health so that your gut can help you control the inflammation take a look at your diet that you were eating. Like, is it, is there a lot of sugar? Is there a lot of meat? I'm not saying meat is bad. Like I eat meat, but just, we want to be, we want to be reducing some of that acidity and bringing down some of that inflammation by putting in like lots of fresh fruits and vegetables, lots of water, a healthy gut and just bring that inflammation down and that's going to help a lot.
0: What do you think about a lot of these diet fads that are going around? Um, I think there's diets that you can use for cleansing. Um, I think there's diets you can use for a time to help promote or get rid of an issue. But then, I, I personally come from I come from the school of thought that you should a you should know what your blood type is and you should eat according to your blood type, eat according to where you live, and then also um, you know keep a balanced diet. I'm, I'm more of a balance is key kind of person. Not in, I'm not into extremes. That's just me but yeah. there's a lot of fads going on out there. You got all these different diets and everybody's like, this is the only eat fat, only eat meat, no, don't eat that, only eat vegetables, no, only eat this. And it's like, is that is that true that maybe seasonally or uh, to, to deal with specific issues, you can tailor a diet for a period of time, but that maybe it's bad to live in yeah. extreme diets all the time?
1: Uh, yeah, my personal opinion is I really don't like super extreme diets. I don't like super restrictive diets. I don't like, because I just find, find that the mindset that that creates is that all of a sudden um, certain foods are bad and certain mm. foods are good. And all of a sudden you fall off of your restrictive diet and you eat a carrot and there's too many carbs in a carrot because you're on keto and like I'm bad. Like I just I don't and like I just don't think anyone should ever be guilting themselves over eating a carrot or an apple because there's too many carbohydrates. Like I don't like demonizing any whole foods. Mm -hmm. And I think that diet is incredibly individual. And I think something that works really well for one person is not going to work really well for another. So promoting very restrictive things for lots of people. I just see a lot of issues in that. I believe in just healthy moderation. Um, My, if I was to pick one way of eating that's not restrictive and has the so much research to like back it up for it's your brain health and longevity. It would be the Mediterranean diet, which isn't really restricting a whole ton of things. Like it's a very just vast diet, but that one is there's a lot of good research for just weight management, longevity and reducing inflammation in the body with that diet. And it's pretty easy to stick to you. but yeah, I don't really like demonizing any food groups and stuff like that.
0: Well, it makes sense. I mean, uh- it's food. And maybe it's also, would you agree that it's also the quality of the food? I mean, we're, everybody's like, well, like I even talk to people that are like raw vegans and I go, well, how aware of you of the, are you about the type of food that you're getting? Like, I mean, that's fine if you feel like veganism is the way for you, but, or vegetarianism or any of these things, even the meat people that just want meat all the time. I go, well, what's, where are you getting that meat? Where are you getting those vegetables from? Are they contaminated with all these uh, pesticides and and artificial, like the the soil? What about the depletion in the soil? I mean, that's my argument for why people should be taking supplements because those people out there are like, you don't need supplements. It's just eating in the food. And I'm like, well, it'd be nice, but like, there's like an 80% deficiency in our soil due to all Mm -hmm. the over farming and the the agricultural revolution and the whole history of that. Um, So it's not always just the food. It's the quality of food that you're eating. Isn't that true?
1: So true. Yeah, I'm big on that. And even with me saying, yeah, like, I do really well eating meat. But like, the way that I even look at meat is I eat less of it, I pay more for it and eat a higher quality of it. So I'm, Mm -hmm. I'm really huge. I'm really, really big on the quality of foods. But I find it frustrating that in order to like be eating the best of the best and the high quality foods, there can be a price barrier for people like I just think it's criminal that industrial farming that has so many things that go into it and so many chemicals and it should be more is so much cheaper to process and put in foods and give to people than the food that is organic and that's due to all the set, like we're basically subsidizing getting poisoned and those subsidies are coming from our tax dollars and like so the, the whole system is just a mess. Every, every big system is just a mess right now. And I'm really glad you brought up the soil thing because I, I wish I could sit here and still say that you can get everything you need from a healthy diet to be healthy. But that is just not really what I believe anymore because our soils are a mess. As far back as the 1930s, something went before, I think it was like the US Senate where somebody came forward, they had tested all this farming soils in the 1930s. And said that one basically it was like 100% of people eating food from these soils are mineral deficient. That was in the 30s that there wasn't enough minerals in the soil, yeah. and they knew it. And they brought it to the Senate, and nothing has been done about it. Just imagine what isn't like right yeah, it's it's now. So, yeah. yeah. And like the, our minerals do thousands of things in our bodies. And like, and yes, you can go and eat really great organic food grown in good soil, but then we're still dealing with all of these things that we don't have control of the stuff being sprayed in the air, the stuff that is put in our water, the stuff that is in our products and our like, there's just such an onslaught of things that our body needs to combat with decreased nutrition in our food. So I just think that people need to be putting in supplements in some way or another to combat everything else that is going on right now.
0: I'm with you on that. I've been, um, on taking and not, and trust me, there's so much crap out there in the supplement yes, world. Uh, a lot of the new, like don't get Kirkland at Costco. Like just yeah. look at, there's quality everywhere. Right. So, but there mm-hmm. are, I've been taking high quality supplements. Uh, my wife is really into it. And uh, we've been doing that for like eight years and it's like barely sick, very healthy. Um, same with our kids. And we also eat as, as organic as we possibly can going to local farmers, talking to people, getting to know, where the food is done, even even when it comes to the energy, like I hate factory farming, like everybody else, where we're torturing animals and mass producing them, and you know like that I, I'm <laughs> that's horrible. Yeah. Um, but then going to like uh, the old ways of doing things and learning to meet the people that are making your food and, and learning how they prepare it and where they how they grow it and how it's how it's grown and and, and harvested um, is really important. So I think the bottom line is whatever whatever diet you feel works for you, it's about educating yourself. Um, as to the quality of it, uh, the balance of the diet, learning about your blood type, your body type, your genetic background, um, getting in touch with people in the nutritional field or the natural field, just to get some information so that you can make the best decisions for you. And here we are having this conversation during a time where we're essentially seeing the government take more control over the means of production. We're seeing Bill Gates buy up what is it, like 300,000 acres of land. Uh, we're seeing even Amazon wants to get into the agricultural farming world. Uh, they want to get into the pharmaceutical world. Um, it seems like they're trying to cut us off from having access to natural. The, the small farmers in Canada are just devastated. Uh, they're, they're, they're almost forced in order to make a living and sell their stuff. They're forced to go along with these guidelines and, uh, and farm a certain way, and they all hate it. Um, so we have this, there's a lot of issues around where we get our food that by the time we get to the grocery store, you have no idea what journey just happened to that food and what it really went through. And then we just sit there and go, why am I sick? Why do I got all these skin problems? Why am my joints hurting? Why can't I sleep? Um, and then we're all just told to, to wait around for these drugs and vaccines and everything. And it's just, it's ridiculous. So that's why this conversation is so valuable, Julie, and the work that you do. Uh, and thank God you're doing it is so incredibly important to help give people this information and, and help educate people about the fact that they don't need to feel helpless. I think that's another thing. People feel like there's so much information bombarding them on social media about you should be eating this. And Joe Rogan said, you should be doing that. And this person said this, and this is the exercise. And it's like, you're bombarded with all these people's opinions. And you're just like, I don't know what's right. What do I listen to? And I think the key is to gain that education on your own so that you can be your own source and you can find out what's right for you. Uh, Do you see that a lot where people are just bombarded with so many different ways of doing things that it's like, nobody knows what to believe.
1: It's so overwhelming. So yeah. And that's what, when I work with people that I really try to do is I try to make things as simple and sustainable and just really speak to the power of like your everyday habits that are so basic that are going to just be able to sustain you and just keep you in a good place even if your diet falls off for a little bit or you get stressed out for a period of time. Like if everybody can just make sure that they are drinking enough water every single day, like even just what dehydration does, it's it's there's so many things like, and a good formula for that is take your body weight uh, divide it in half and that's basically like the at minimum the number of ounces of water that you should be drinking per day and the quality of your water is is pretty important like I just have a, a Countertop Berkey, it's like a travel one And okay. so I just like filter my water through that just so that I can get like some of the chlorine and the junk out That's in it that I don't really want in there So the quality of your water is important, but there's lots of good options for filtration. That isn't too expensive Um Moving, so you don't have to be killing yourself at the gym for three hours to be getting enough physical activity. Like I really try to stress. Like a lot of people have, like fitness watches or their phones will track it, but just having a goal of walking 7,500 to 10,000 steps per day and just getting your body moving, because essentially your lymphatic system is your immune system. That's where all your immune cells hang out. That's why when you Get a sickness you get swollen like lymph nodes because there's Mm. like things that are fighting there but what's interesting about your lymphatic system is it's not like your cardiovascular system where you have a big pump which is your heart and these valves which allows for the movement of that all the time if you're sitting around all the time your lymphatic system isn't moving your body has to be moving in order for the muscles in your body to actually be pushing your lymph around your body so just moving your body every day is amazing for your immune system, never mind your stress levels and all of that stuff. I can um, attest to that,
0: Julie, because mm-hmm. my I do a lot of sitting and reading and editing and producing and shows and that, and I have to get out and do, I have to work out. I, I mean, I, I'm lucky I, where I live, we go out hiking and swimming and all that, but um, I've reduced my workout cause I used to be an athlete my whole life. And we used to do like grueling two to three hour sessions, even longer. And I-, I don't do that anymore cause you can over deplete yourself and now I'm close to 40. And so what I've been doing is I've just been going in and doing 30 minute workouts and just keeping it like regular. And, you know, sometimes I'll do a longer one, but I just try to keep it regular, keep it diversified. I got a kettlebell, I got a pull-up bar and I got some mats and a punching bag yeah. and I just kind of mix and match. And I start creating my own workouts to the point where I, I actually enjoy them and I don't have to dread them because I'm not putting this massive um, uh, you know, workout in front of me all the time where I have to really psych myself up. It's just get in there and do it 30 minutes and you're done. Even just stretching, if you're not an athletic person, just mm-hmm. stretching and breathing is a good place to start because what you're saying is so crucial. We have to awaken the somatic intelligence of the body and understanding that you're not just a brain. You're not just a body, you're a holistic system and your mindset, the movement of the body, the way you breathe, the kind of things you put in your body um, are all key to maximizing um, optimal health, right?
1: Yes. Yeah, absolutely. And then sleep. Like we all know we need to be (sighs) sleeping enough, but our bodies cannot even heal and rejuvenate. Like I don't think you can really even store a lot of memories without enough sleep. So just figuring out a nice, nice, calming low stress sleep routine getting your tech it's hard to do these days but like getting your phone shut off and your screen shut off at least an hour before bed maybe have a hot shower maybe read a book but just do things to de-stress yourself an hour to two hours before bed so that when you actually get into bed you're relaxed and you can have a good sleep Um, there's actually a new supplement that I've been taking um, that was recommended to me so I got an ADHD diagnosis like At the beginning of this pandemic and I tried medication for a while, but it wasn't really working for me with the side effects So I had a doctor recommend high dosage of L-theanine L-theanine is like an amino acid found in tea Mm. and I didn't expect it to have Really that big of an effect for me, especially without taking any medication, but This is for like everybody. So I've been taking like 450 milligrams two to three times a day my mood my Ability to just be present and mindful which with ADHD is really challenging like your brains. always going a mile a minute But my sleep oh my god Like I can I'm usually a night owl can't sleep until 2 in the morning and then I have a really hard time getting up My body just wants me to go to sleep earlier. I sleep like a rock I naturally oh. wake up early and all of that has changed from this one simple little Supplement. So, for like just stress and mindfulness and better sleep, like I would just recommend people trying that. It's inexpensive. It's super safe. Um, and yeah, do you have some
0: good recommended, uh, do you recommend certain sources over others? Or do you have like a, you yeah, have like an Instagram, so, I think, where you talk about this too, right?
1: Oh, yeah. So, since my adhd diagnosis i've been really focusing on helping people with adhd with their health but mm. anyone can contact me there um, with the link there's just like a little even like a work with me thing i it's a short little intake so i get a sense of what you want help with with your health but you can find me on instagram at, at adhd health Hacks. so that's where you can find me um but the brand of the l-theanine that i found it's by aor and you can find that one I've only been able to find it on Amazon but I bet if you went to like a good health food store you could find it but this the source of it is called suntheanine so that one is a um, it's like a patented form so you can guarantee its potent potency and like efficacy and you know that you're getting a certain dosage it has like 70 different patents on it oh, um, cool. but that's the one that I have found the most success with but just if you can't find it just find yeah you can just all other ones but
0: that's cool. And I'll try to include some links for these things. Um, we had a question here and then we should probably wrap it up. I don't want to keep you mm-hmm. too long. Uh, this is from Joyful Lily. She says, How beneficial are things like kombucha and fermented foods for gut health?
1: So beneficial. Yeah. If you like those things, that's amazing. That's just another good way of putting in the good bacteria back into mm. your body. I love and kombucha. because they've already fermented stuff in there, you're also getting some of the like postbiotics, like the things that make bacteria beneficial so yeah those things are awesome you don't need to overdo it like you know they sell like a liter of kombucha as just like a drink like that's a lot like you could probably just take a couple ounces of that a day and be getting sufficient benefit from it
0: okay yeah good to know yeah because that stuff's important and fermented foods I mean there's a there's a reason that you know you go what do they say go talk to grandma she knows more about health than your doctor. Yes. She, you know, just talking about the holistic foods and, yeah. and getting it from nature and the, you know fermenting the foods and the jarring thing. There's, like, there's so many amazing things you can do. And again, the gut health is key. Um, Julie, this has been great. Uh, we'll have to do this again because I think this is a, a really, really important subject, especially right now. And the message I just want to give to people here is we're here to just tell you that you can take command of whatever illness you're dealing with, whatever challenges you're dealing with, be it that you're having trouble sleeping, be it that you're having trouble with whatever. um, There's always a solution out there. And with a little bit of research and even some experimentation, you'd be surprised what kind of results you can achieve by trusting nature. Uh, Nature wins and we come from nature. And so the fact that we're rejecting it in favor of what these scientists are telling us all the time, um, not to say it's all wrong, but just to say that we're, we're, we're missing out on a lot of what you can do to actually promote health in your body, in your mind, and reclaim your health, and that's what this is really all about. So any uh, parting words for us, Julie, before we say goodbye?
1: Uh, no, yeah, this was great. We should totally do it again, because there's so many things to discuss. The last thing that we just didn't get to touch on, the one final supplement I think everybody should be taking right now, is vitamin D. Just mm. with this COVID thing, there's been really good research around that. We're about to be heading into like the cold and flu season, which should actually just be called the vitamin D deficient season. like that's why everybody gets all these respiratory infections. So, um, if you're getting out in the sun lots right now without a bunch of sunscreen, you're probably good, but just get yourself ready for the fall with vitamin D. Yeah.
0: And that's the best way to stop all these variants. Uh, when every time you hear someone talk about the new variant, I heard they just announced the, uh, I was kind of hoping they would go with the Epsilon variant just sound (laughs) way like a Michael Crichton novel or something. Um, but they switched right to the, uh, Uh, the Lambda variant is the new scare of the, they're trying to scare you with, and Uh you can stop all the variants and the variants of the variants. You can stop it all by, uh, starting to take control of your health. Start with your gut, vitamin D C zinc, a full spectrum diet, the whole thing, getting sleep, getting exercise, healthy mindset. Uh, you know, consciousness is a big part of it. The biology of belief, just get into this world, folks. Um, these are the people you need to be listening to, and then try it out. Try it and see what happens. Uh, for me, it's been amazing. Um, for so many people that I've known uh, over the years, switching to a more natural, holistic approach to health has been life saving. Um, so I urge you guys to go and follow Julie on Instagram. I'll put the links below. Um, and please share this episode to friends and family if you found there's some valuable information. Reach out to Julie if you've got any questions, we'll put those links below. And Julie, I just want to thank you so much. I can't wait to meet you guys in in person and talk more about this stuff. Um, And we should definitely do it again sometime.
1: Yes, thank you so much. I would love to. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Bye.
0: Awesome, awesome. All right, guys, that's a wrap. We'll catch you again soon. Just a heads up, I'm going to be taking my family camping next week. So no live shows next week, but I'll definitely put some content out for you. And uh, then we'll have a lot more coming your way here on Truthware. So thanks for tuning in. We'll catch you next time. Take control of your health, guys. Talk soon. Cheers.